Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Well, it's a new month, and that means it's time to check in with our partners at Sauce Magazine for what we call the hit list. That's the list of what Sauce says are the must-try new eating and drinking establishments in this area. The range of those establishments this time moves from a brewery to a karaoke bar. Joining me in studio are Catherine Claney, managing editor of Sauce Magazine. Matt Sorrell is a staff writer for Sauce. Thank you both for being here. Thank Thanks for having us. We have a, a busy uh, morning this morning with uh, with all of this, a number of places to uh, talk about. And Matt begins with Asian cuisine, as I understand it. Yeah, actually, um, I am starting out also with um, Asian cuisine that spans uh, many, many different countries. Uh, this, is a, mm-hmm. this is a place called VP Square. It is uh, just off the, uh, the South Grand uh, uh, Strip. And a gentleman named Victor Pham and his family have opened this. They are also the owners of Cafe Mochi, or Moki, excuse me, uh, which is just about a block or two away. So this is like a, considered a pan-Asian restaurant. It, it encompasses, like I said, a lot of different cuisines. Uh, they've got, you know, ramen from Japan. They've got banh mi from Vietnam, bibimbap from, from Korea. Uh, just some fantastic stuff. Uh, we really enjoyed their Szechuan hot pot. Very spicy, mm-hmm. just a big pot of, of broth with all sorts of like pepper and noodles and greens and d- mushrooms and tofu and just all sorts of great stuff. So um, they also have uh, the very popular bubble tea. If you just want to pop in and have a bubble tea. <laughs> a bubble tea. Never heard of bubble tea, but we'll have to give it a try. It's, it's, it's fun. It's worth, a, it's worth a try. Catherine, you've got a, a brewery that seems to be located in the right spot. For Next sure. Door. Just, just <laughs> a, a, a few blocks down from you, as it happens. Uh, well Spent Brewing Company. So they open doors um, in Midtown, near Pappy's Smokehouse, kind of in that area. Uh, Brewing owner Kyle Cole Morgan specializes in low ABV beers, which um, it's kind of a nice change coming out of winter in these big, heavy stouts that everybody likes to drink. It's nice to kind of lighten things up. Um, I recommend The Buck, which is this 3.2% bell. Belgian single. And it has a little subtle nuttiness because he actually uses buckwheat in the malt, which is unusual. Usually it's just a, a mix of barley or corn or something like that. So this is a nice change and adds a little subtlety to it. Um, I also really liked the uh, House Saison, which is a 3.5% beer. It's light, a little funky, but not overly much. Um, but those were two really nice ones that we enjoyed. They don't have any food yet. They do have a kitchen on site, but they're working to get that figured out. But in the meantime, they have tamales that you can order from the, uh, the tamale man. They have those there that they can heat up for you. And you should keep an eye out for food trucks on the weekend. So far, Pie Hard and the Balkan Treat Box have both made stops there. Um, aside from the beer, though, my favorite thing about this place is the patio. <laughs> they have a beautiful, spacious patio. It's almost as big as the tasting room themselves. It's on the street, but there's a gate, so you don't feel like you're, you know, sitting next to parked cars all day. Um, it feels like you're hanging out in somebody's city backyard, or at least it will when it's warm enough that we can actually use it. But I'm looking mm. forward to going out there. So. I was just going to say, it's going to be a while, Eventually. apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, if they don't serve food there, they can always order a pizza, especially if they like their pizza with beets. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be a trip to uh, – to the station here without talking about pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have a couple. The first one I'm going to talk about is Baked Wood Fire Pizza Joint, which is actually uh, from the folks behind Ferguson Brewing Company. They just recently opened this place uh, a little ways up the road. Uh, we really liked uh, a couple of pizzas. Um, the margarita pizza, very traditional with uh, just tomato sauce, mozzarella, little burrata, and basil. And then the one you referred to, uh, the beetza, which is uh, <clears throat> has roasted beets, goat cheese, Roasted garlics and, and a little bit of walnuts on top for, for some, some crunch. And then uh, sort of like a balsamic vinaigrette. So very interesting um, take on pizza. And if you like veggies, especially beets, it's, that's for you. 
Um, and then they also have a really nice pizza dough that they use for, among other things, cinnamon nuggets. So they make little balls of, of this pizza dough, roll it in cinnamon and sugar, and then soup, serve it with a, uh, like, like a glaze dipping sauce. It's very nice. Boy, there's quite a variety of uh, taste sensations there, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. And because they're owned by Ferguson Brewing Company, they have uh, most of their beers on tap as well. And they do have a, at least one that I'm familiar with, a uh, beer that is brewed just for that place. And where, what's the location again? Uh, it is in Ferguson. Uh, it is actually on, I believe... Uh, 235 South Florissant I was say, I know it's on Florissant. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, pizza, pizza, and more pizza, Catherine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the first St. Louis area location of Blaze Pizza, pizza has opened. Um, that actually is uh, founded by LeBron James, the professional basketball player. Uh, and it offers sort of cooked-to-order, flash-cooked 11-inch pizzas, thin crust. It's meant to be sort of a, a fast, easy lunch option or dinner option. We really liked the Art Lover pizza there. Uh, it has artichokes, mozzarella, ricotta, chopped garlic, and just a little bit of red sauce, but not too much that it completely overpowers everything. Uh, we also really liked the green stripe, which has pesto drizzled over uh, grilled chicken with roasted red peppers, garlic, mozzarella, and arugula, so a, a non-red sauce option for you. And that's located in Brentwood on hand. Has anyone ever counted up the number of pizza places in this We were area? actually just talking about that at the <laughs> office, and we were going through our, our restaurant database. And there's, I mean, there's got to be hundreds of pizza. Pe- easily, mm-hmm. And that's say. just places that serve only pizza. Can you imagine if we counted all the restaurants that also serve pizza in addition to everything else on their menu? It'd be tons. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the variety, again, going back, Matt, to uh, the place you just talked about, uh, with the, the beet pizza. I mean, right. they're just putting anything in the world on they're a pizza. They're a blank canvas, really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if, if, if it can be supported by a piece of crust, then you can try it. <laughs> All right, Matt, let's turn back to you. Now, karaoke, uh, are you a karaoke person? No, I'm probably not the best person to talk about karaoke because <laughs> I have had many karaoke fails over the years. But uh, this place is really a lot of fun, even if you don't uh, do the karaoke thing. So I, I think we all know that like, a lot of times karaoke is uh, – they'll be like doing a happy hour event or something like that. Somebody will bring in a portable karaoke rig and, and, and do that. This is actually a place that is built – for karaoke. It's really interesting. It's called W Karaoke Lounge. It's in the Del Mar Loop. Um, and it's considered to be an Asian-style karaoke parlor, uh, which means it has soundproof rooms. It's very much dedicated to this hobby, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, it's got this incredible interior, lots of mirrors and and, uh, uh, and lights, sort of like you know being in downtown Tokyo or Las Vegas. It's just uh, a lot to take in. Uh, there's a public stage. They also, like I mentioned, private soundproof rooms that you can rent by the hour. And then the kitchen actually is also uh, interesting because these folks who own the W Karaoke Lounge also own Corner 17, which is a very popular uh, noodle restaurant in the, the Loop, as well as Joy Luck Buffet. So they actually have a menu of uh, sushi, uh, some really nice sushi rolls, and then also some more traditional bar fare, things like wings, um, uh, fried ravioli, so akin to a toasted ravioli, french fries, and that sort of thing. You know, it's it's interesting. The last couple of times that we've gotten together, uh, there's been a, a real variety in the kind of places that are opening. We're mm-hmm. talking about karaoke, a place to eat, you know, with karaoke. Mm-hmm. We talked about vending machines mm-hmm. being part of uh, part of the ambiance of these places. People are really going overboard, I would say. Well, maybe that's too, not the right word. Sort of imaginative uh, and creative in coming up with ideas for these places. I Absolutely. think you got to make yourself stand out a little bit, do something yeah. a little unique um, to kind of set yourself apart. But then also, I think the St. Louis dining community is just really excited to try new things and see, you know, if, if you're going to open a, a brewery with a bunch of arcade games, let's 
try that out. If you're going to open a karaoke lounge in the Del Mar Loop, let's try that out. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's people are like to do things in addition to just eating and drinking. But that can be yeah. an expensive experiment. Well, it's good for the businesses. <laughs> uh, it, it, it can be. I know that uh, for uh, as far as the, the W Karaoke Lounge, there is a, um, uh, a flat fee that you pay per hour. Uh, for each room, depending on what uh-huh. size room it is, but you're not obligated to buy food or drink if you don't want to. So it actually, if you have a seven or eight people, uh, you split it up. It you know it could be a, a pretty reasonable evening, you know, ten, twelve dollars a person. Well, let's see how that turns out. It's an interesting idea. Absolutely, Catherine. Back to you with uh, what I call a geography list. <laughs> Texas Day Brazil. Um, So this is a Brazilian steakhouse chain um, that's also opened its first St. Louis area location. This one is in the Galleria. For people who uh, maybe aren't familiar with the Churrascaria style of Brazilian steakhouses, it's basically um, a concept where they they take meat, it's skewered on a big, long, um, almost sword, basically, and grilled over open coals. And then when the meat is done, servers walk around the dining room with these skewers and you sort of flag them down. And they cut off pieces of meat and serve it to you tableside. Um, there, you know, this isn't the Texas A Brazil isn't the only place that does uh, Brazilian steakhouse concept, but there's, you know, they're they're sort of all over the the country and all over the world. Um, so ones that we really liked the sirloin cap, the flank steak, uh, the braised beef ribs, and the sausage were all great options. And that's probably like four of twenty or options that you can get. Um, you just kind of have to watch the room and see see what's coming off fresh. The other element of a Brazilian steakhouse is a very extensive salad bar. So. It's really an unlimited buffet. So you, there's a traditional salad bar, lots of greens, veggies, any anything like that. But then there's also a hot bar, which really serves more like side dishes. You can get everything from a rice pilaf there to a moqueca, which is a traditional Brazilian uh, fish stew, which has a cod and a coconut curry sauce. We really liked those as well. And that's in the Galleria. So you can uh, do some shopping and then swing by and, and fill up and refuel. And if it's uh, got Brazil in the title, it's got to have beef on, on the menu. No Absolutely, question about it. yes. Many many of those uh, skewers will be will be beef that you will see walking around. Right. Well, let's continue our geography lesson, Matt. Uh, you're going to take us to the Caribbean this time? Yes, uh, Caribbean and beer. Uh, so Alpha mm-hmm. Brewing Company recently uh, opened a, a new location. It's on Juniata, just off Morgan Ford uh, in South City. And so like so many breweries now, they're bringing in someone from the outside to do their food for them. And in this case, it's Plantain Girl, uh, the other, a.k.a. Mandy Estrella. And so she has been doing pop-ups for a while under the name Plantain Girl. Uh, as you can imagine, there it's mostly Caribbean food. Um, it's going to be uh, plantain-heavy. So kind of like plantains are like bananas, but just starchier, not quite as sweet, and they're usually cooked. Uh, so she's actually putting out some really interesting things in this brewery. She's got empanadas. She's got tacos. She's got a couple of marinated uh, steak dishes, a, a hibarito sandwich, and a ropa vieja plate. And uh, if you really want to do a little bit of everything, I suggest uh, getting the vegetarian plate because it's got black beans. It's got rice. It's got maduros, which are ripe plantains, and tostones, which are twice-fried green plantains, and then some avocado, pickled onion. And all those are also available as sides individually, but if you want to try a bunch of stuff at the same time, that's a really good way to go. Yeah, you, we should just advise people, if you think you're getting a banana and you have a plantain, you're in for a surprise. Yeah, you don't. Definitely. Quite, quite you quite do different. not eat them raw. No. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, you're really – a plantain is much more like a potato than it is yeah, a banana absolutely. in terms of how you prepare it. Yeah. Other news. Lots of stuff going on. Absolutely. There's a lot going on. One of the bigger restaurant news stories uh, of recent was the Benevolent King in Maplewood. The Benevolent King is the latest restaurant from Chef uh, – 
and restaurateur Ben Peremba, who you may know from Olio, Elia, Nixta. Um, he has an ownership in uh, La Patisserie Chouquette as well. So he is opening his next establishment uh, in Maplewood in the space that once housed Water Street, so right there on Manchester Road. The Benevolent King is inspired by Morocco, where Ben Peremba's mother is from. Um, but while it's inspired by Morocco, it's not traditional Moroccan food. It's really more the flavors of the region that he's after. It's a small space, 28 uh, seats. So we're anticipating that that'll be a very popular restaurant. Um, doors are slated to open sometime this month. I know they're they're working on some soft opening stuff and putting some finishing touches yeah, on. Yeah, it should be within a week or so, Right, I right. Um, Tony Saputo, who, Matt, I think you know pretty well, he uh, recently helmed the bar at Atomic Cowboy. He'll be managing the bar program there, and that's going to be a pretty impressive one from what I recall. Yeah, he's going to have uh, a basic cocktail list of, I think, around 12 or 13 drinks. Uh, and these are all also named after different names that the king of Morocco, that this is named after, calls himself. Uh, so uh, you, they're all different appellations um, of uh, his official titles. Right. <laughs> and some action uh, going on in the Demun neighborhood. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Demun Oyster Bar is, uh, after eight years, they are actually going to be switching out uh, their seafood for um, sort of Mexican, Latin American, and Spanish food. Uh, they used to do uh, last year a, a weekly farmer's market on Sunday or Saturday, excuse me, where they would sell what they called backdoor burritos. They were so popular, they decided to uh, switch concepts. And now they're going to be doing those burritos in addition to uh, many other, uh, you know, sort of, like I said, sort of Latin American, Mexican uh, food as well. Uh, one of the reasons they stopped, uh, they're going to stop doing it is it's just getting a little bit too expensive to be flying in oysters all the time, which I can understand. Yeah. Missouri is not exactly a coastal, <laughs> coastal no. mecca. No. Uh, Catherine, 30 seconds left. A couple of other places you wanted to mention. Coffee houses are opening up second locations everywhere. Rise Coffee House in the Grove is going to be opening a second location at the Contemporary Art Museum in May. Kitchen Hawk Coffee House, which is located in Tower Grove East, is opening a South City location this summer. And Living Room Coffee House, which is originally in Maplewood, is opening up a coffee house in the same space as Craft Beer Cellar uh, later this month in Southampton. So coffee houses everywhere, all opening new ho- new homes. All righty. Lots of good news from uh, the folks at Sauce Magazine. Pick up a copy, and you can learn more about the kinds of things we've been talking about. Catherine Claney, thank you for being with us. Matt Sorrell, great to see you again. Thank you. Thanks very much. See you in a month or so. Archived versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh. <laughs>